فؤادك الايام فتا فبقى فعلم ان هؤلاء اصول هي قواعد الدين ومن اهم ما تجب معرفته على الموحدين so the author here rahimahullah after that we after we spoke about the introduction and uh, he's now going to mention five usul usul is fundamental principles usulun wa qawa'idun muhimmatun these are very important that the people the, the people agree with these five qawa'id these five principles it's important before we go into the the author going into the anwa'ul ibadat the types of ibadat and an usul is a plural of asal it's the plural it's the singular the singular is what asal the plural is usul you see and usul is wa huwa ma yubna alayhi ghayruh it is anything that something is built upon it you see anything something is built upon it is called usul and Allah tabarak wa ta'ala said in the Quran alam tara kayfa daraba Allah mathalan kalimatan tayyibatan ka shajaratin tayyibatin asluha thabit wa far'uha fi as-sama' so the verse the word that's referred to here kalimatun tayyibah is what la ilaha illallah it's a asas it's a foundation so the author rahimahullah in this place he is going to speak about fundamental points and principles of the religion which is obligatory on every single person who wants to worship Allah has to know and he has to be upon knowledge of it ignorance will not uh, be an excuse for you in this regard naam so the author now is going to go into the first asal and then he's going to do second and then third and then the fourth and then the fifth five asal and then he goes into fusul mutanawi'a different issues that we're going to speak about after these five uh, so the author is saying that it's known out of necessity. It is known the necessity of this religion. So the author is saying that everything in the Quran is haq. Everything that's in the Quran is truth. Haq. La batil. There's no falsehood in it whatsoever. Wa and it's truth. La kadib. There's no lies in it. Wa it is guidance. La balalatun. It's not misguidance. وَعِلْمٌ it is knowledge لَا جَهَالَةٌ no ignorance it's knowledge وَيَقِينٌ certainty لَا شَكَّ فِيهِ there's no doubt in it so the Quran everything that is in it you find from it حَقٌ وَصِدْقٌ وَهُدًا وَعِلْمٌ وَيَقِينٌ those five so the person has to know that نعم فَهَذَا الْأَصْلُ أَصْلٌ لَا يَتَمُّ إِسْلَامُ أَحْلٌ لَا يَتِمُّ and this foundation, this fundamental point, is a fundamental point that a person's Islam will not be established whatsoever. And his Iman will not be established unless he affirms this fundamental point. 
وهذا أمر مجمع عليه لا خلاف فيه. This matter, this matter is something that is unanimously agreed upon. There is no dispute on it. It's a unanimously agreed upon issue. Now, inshallah ta'ala, I'm going to elaborate on this, this asal in details here, inshallah ta'ala. Which is, everything that is in the Quran is haq. There's no batil in it. It is truth. There's no lies in it. Guidance. There is no misguidance in it. It is knowledge. La jahalata There is no ignorance that is mixed inside the kitab and the sunnah. It is certainty. Anyone who holds on to this book will feel certain in everything he has. There won't be no doubt in your heart. It is also obligatory to implement that which has come to us, that which has come to us from the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa Why? Because the Messenger, what he has come with is a revelation from Allah. So whatever the Quran tells us, we believe it. And so do we believe anything that comes to us from the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa Because the Messenger, he came to explain the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Any rulings that are ambiguous and that were unclear, the Prophet came and he clarified it for us. Anything that was, any ruling that is, un, that is unrestricted, the Prophet came and he restricted it. Any ruling that was general, the Prophet specified it. Any matters that required detailed explanation of it, the Messenger وسلم, he explained it, such as matters pertaining to inheritance. The Prophet came and explained that to us in more detail. He also وسلم, gave us rulings that we won't even find in the Book of Allah. He gave it to us وسلم, because he's talking from another form of revelation. For example, the Quran doesn't mention uh, it doesn't mention the, uh, the rulings of inheritance in the way that the Prophet ﷺ has some rulings which he mentioned. Also, the Quran does not explain, explain what? That combining between a woman and her auntie. The Quran doesn't mention that. And a woman and her, aunt, uh, uh, a woman and her auntie, of course. And other matters, the, the, the Sunnah doesn't, explain, doesn't say that. The, sorry, the Quran doesn't. But the Sunnah did and explained it. So we have to take the Sunnah as well. Or else we're going to leave these rulings which are authentically transmitted from the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said in a hadith, that Imam al-Bukhari al-Muslim, min riwayati Abi Bakrah, Nufay ibn Harith al-Thaqafi, that he said, qala lahum fi yawmi arafa wa fi yawmi nahri. The Prophet said to them, the day of Arafah, the day of Nahr. The Prophet said, both of those days he said, فَلْيُبَلِّغِ الشَّاهِدُ الْغَائِبَةِ let the one who is present convey to the one who is absent. Because it could happen that the one who is conveying to may be one that who understands it better and he keeps it better than what you're, the one who is conveying it to him. So, whenever the Quran says a ruling, the first qa'idah is saying that any time that the Quran it tells us a matter, we believe it's the truth. That is guidance. That the best of this world and the hereafter in is, is in it for us. Also the same is when the Prophet ﷺ says something. We take it. We obey him. Because Allah Taala, He combined the obedience of the Prophet with his obedience. In Surah An-Nisa, Ayah 80, Allah says, مَن يُطِعِ الرَّسُولَ Anyone who obeys the Messenger, فَقَدْ أَطَاعَ اللَّهِ He's obeyed Allah Taala. He's obeyed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Naam. Al-Asr al-Thani. 
And so then author now is going to move on to the second fundamental. We have now completed the first one. Naam. Anna Rasulullahi wa anbiya'ahu min awalihim ila akhirihim. Bu'athu li du'a... Bu'ithu. Bu'ithu li du'a'i... Bu'ithu li du'a'i al-ibadi ila tawheedillahi bi tawheedillibadah. All prophets, all prophets and all messengers from the first one of them till the last one, all of them were sent down for what? They were sent out to call the creation to what? To single Allah by singling him in worship. This is what? This is the fundamental issue that all prophets were sent down from the first one till the last one. Uh, what did they do? Amaru aqwamahum. They ordered their people. وَمَنْ أُرْسِلَ إِلَيْهِمْ And those who they were sent down, and يَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَحَدَهُ To worship Allah alone. That's what they did. Naam. وَكُلُّ رَسُولٍ أَوَّلُ مَا يَقْرَعُ بِهِ أَسْمَاعَ قَوْمِهِ قَوْلُهُ يَا قَوْمِ عَبُدُ اللَّهَ مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَاهٍ غَيْرُهُ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا اللَّهَ أَنِعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَاتَّقُوهُ وَأَطِيعُونَ وَهَذَا الَّذِي تَضَمَّنَهُ قَوْلُهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ The author says, وَكُلُّ رَسُولٍ Any, every messenger, أَوَّلُ مَا يَقْرَعُ بِهِ أَسْمَاعَ قَوْمِهِ Every messenger, the first noise he throws at the ears of his people was what? يَا قَوْمِ مَاي بِيْبُولُ أُعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَاشِبَ اللَّهِ The word يَقْرَعُ means what? It's to knock the door. When you knock a door. When do you knock a door? When you first come, when you first come, you knock on a person's door. Meaning the first knocking they did to their ummah was by calling them to what? To this. Ya qawmi abudullah. All my people worship. Abudullah worship Allah. Malakum you do not have. Min ilahin ay ilah. Ghayruhu other than Allah. You do not have an ilah other than Allah. That's what they would say. And they would also say, Allah ta'budu, do not worship. Illallah, do not worship other than Allah. And they would also say, Ani'budullah, worship Allah. وَاتَّقُوهُ فِيَا هِمْ And be conscious of him. وَأَطِيعُونِ And obey me. And obey me. وَهَذَا الَّذِي Those verses that were mentioned is what لَا إِلَهِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ consists of. تَضَمَّنَهُ قَوْلُ لَا إِلَهِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ The word لَا إِلَهِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ That's what it consists of. What did لَا إِلَهِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ brothers consist of? That these verses all had. الْإِثْبَاتُ وَنَفْيُونَ وَإِثْبَاتُونَ ن La ilaha illallah consists of it what brothers? It consists in it nafyun wa ithbatun. Negation and affirmation. That's what la ilaha consists of. And every messenger, he called his ummah to negate something from them and to affirm something for them. Look at all the verses. Ya qawmi abudullaha, O my ummah, O my nation, worship Allah. Ma lakum min ilahin, you do not have no ilah. Ghayruhu ithbatun wa nafyun, nafyun wa ithbatun. Allah ta'abudu, do not worship. Illa Allah, except Allah, ithbat. Allah ta'abudu, do not worship, nafyun. An'abudu Allah, worship Allah alone. Wattaquu and fear him, and have consciousness of him. Wa'ati'uni, obey Allah and obey me. That is what la ilaha illallah consists of. Ithnafyun, negation. Wa'ithbatun, an affirmation. That was the message of every messenger that was sent to his people. Every messenger, he came with that fundamental issue. That word, la ilaha illallah, 
لا إله is what نفيون لا إله is what نفيون it's a negation for what لكل ما يعبد من دون الله for everything that is worshipped other than Allah إلا الله is what إثبات it's affirmation for who لله to Allah تبارك وتعالى what are you affirming for him are you affirming for him that he's the only creator nope everyone did that are you affirming for him that he's the only sustainer then everyone said that are you affirming for him that he's the only king everyone said that nope the thing you need to be different is what affirming this for him إثبات لله تبارك وتعالى تفهم فوق الله بأنه هو وحده المستحق للعبادة. That he is the only one who deserves to be worshipped. Ah, that's when you come to Islam. وأنه هو وحده إله الحق. And that he is the true إله. He's إله الحق. You believe that? Every messenger, he came with that fundamental point, which is what. توحيد الله بتوحيد العبادة تسجو الله تبارك وتعالى by singing him in worship the word لا إله إلا الله as I said means what لا معبود that there's no there's nothing worthy of worship the حق with truth إلا الله except Allah are there things that are worshipped other than Allah yes there are what are they باطل everything that is worshipped other than Allah is إله it's إله yes it is إله Everything that is worshipped other than Allah is a ilah. Lakin it is ilahun batilun. And Allah is the only one that's ilahun haq. Where did Allah say that? Allah said in Surah Al-Hajj, Ayah 62. ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ الْحَقُّ That everything, ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّ اللَّهُ الْحَقُّ That is because Allah is the haq. وَأَنَّ مَا يَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِهِ And everything that is worshipped besides Allah هُوَ الْبَاطِلُ It is batil. وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ الْعَلِيُّ الْكَبِيرُ and that Allah is the supreme, great, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is. Did, so everything that is worshipped other than Allah, do we refer to it as an ilah? Yes, we do. But it's ilahum batilun. Allah said in the Quran, فَمَا أَغْنَتْ عَنْهُمْ آلِهَتُهُمُ الَّتِي يَدْعُونَ بِدُونِ اللَّهِ It did not suffice them. The ilah that they were worshipping besides Allah. So Allah referred to their ilah as what? Their idols that they were, that they were worshipping, Allah referred to it as the ilah. But the ilah, the alihat that they are worshipping, it's batil. Allah said in another ayah, فَعْلَمْ نَوْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ That there is none worthy of worship except Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Have knowledge of it. So, we learn here right now, at the, this statement of the shaykh, which is, that la ilaha illallah has two pillars, two pillars, two rukun. Rukun. That la ilaha will not stand without it. What is it? Nafiyun wa ithbatun. Negation and affirmation. Where's the negation? La ilaha. You are negating from other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're negating from it. What are you negating from, from other than Allah? Ibadah. You're negating ibadah from anything other than Allah. Illallah is what? You're affirming all of ibadah. All forms of ibadah. We'll come to what ibadah is, what it means. What types of ibadah there are. All the types of ibadat, you're affirming it for Allah alone. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. La ilaha illallah has conditions, brothers. Shurut, conditions. The conditions of la ilaha illallah, the first one is ilm, knowledge. Munafiyan lil jahli, that eradicates and gets rid of ignorance. Knowledge. The first condition uh, for la ilaha illallah. So it's not the pillars, these are shurut. 
they are prerequisites. They have to be present before. But then uh, the nafil is bad as well. It's part of the utterance of La ilaha illallah. Once you're saying it, you need to have these. You have to say this too. You have to negate and affirm. So the nafi and the ithbat are arkan. Good. La la ilaha illallah is a shurut, is a condition. Al ilmu knowledge. Munafiyan lil jahli. That gets rid of ignorance. The second one is al yaqeenu al munafi lil shak. Certainty. That gets rid of what? Doubt. The person he's saying it with certainty. Mustaqeenan bi madluliha. When he's saying that word, la ilaha illallah, he's so certain about it. Yaqeenan, jaziman. He has this unwavering um, conviction of the word, la ilaha illallah. La yashubu shak. It is not tainted with any form of doubt in it. Wala yalhaqu irtiyabun. The second one, the third one is al qabulu Qabul means what? That the person, he surrenders to it. He what? Surrenders to the word. He accepts the word. That's the best word. He accepts it. What does it, what does it get rid of? Acceptance that gets rid of rejection. Qabulan munafiyan lirraddi. That gets rid of what? The person doesn't reject it. Ah. The fourth one, inshallah ta'ala, is al-inqiyad, submission. Submission. That gets rid of what? Inqiyad al-munafiyan li-tark, then leaving it. Naam. I mentioned four, right? Fifth one, was-sidqu, you believe in it. You believe it's truth. You, when you're saying it, you're truthfully saying it. You're not lying about it. You mean it when you're saying it. وَالصِّدْقَ الْمُنَافِي لِلْكَذِبِ That gets rid of lying. You're saying it with your tongue. You are believing it in your heart when, you're, when your tongue is saying it. The other one is الْإِخْلَاصِ Sincerity. That gets rid of shirk. Whether that shirk may be nifaq, hypocrisy, or it may be showing off, or to get status and rank, all of that, when you're saying it, How many, what did I say? Seven. Wal-mahabbatu. You say what? With love. Al-munafiyatu lil-bughdi. That gets rid of hating it. You love the word. And anything that word pushes you towards. You love those who say it. You love the muwahideen. Who stick within the boundaries of that word. Who implement it. Who call to it. You love them. And you hate what? Anything that nullifies it, that goes against it, you also hate it. There is an eighth one that the scholars add to it, and it's also, we add it to it. Which is what? Well, kufr bi ta'awut. That the person he believes in ta'awut is, kullu ma yu'badu min dunillahi ta'ala, everything that is worshipped besides Allah, who is pleased with it. Now, if a person, uh, pay attention, if a person worships Isa ibn Maryam, do we say he's worshipping a ta'awut? Huh? Yes, we say he's worshipping Ta'awut. The Ta'awut he's worshipping is not Isa ibn Maryam. The Ta'awut is the shaitan who told him to do it. The Ta'awut is not Isa ibn Maryam. He's still worshipping a Ta'awut. Which Ta'awut? He's the one who told you to do this. He's a Ta'awut, shaitan. So everybody, so some scholars when they say, uh, Ta'awut is everything that is worshipped besides Allah, they don't mean that Isa ibn Maryam falls under it. It means that you're worshipping what? The shaitan. وَإِنَّ الشَّيَاطِينَ لَا يُوحُونَ إِلَىٰ أُولِيَائِهِمْ لِيُجَادِلُوكُمْ فَإِنَا تَعْتُمُوهُمْ إِنَّكُمْ لَمُشْرِكُونَ Ah, shaitan, they serve revelation to their people. 
So you worship a shaitan. Uh, so shaitan is the dagut you worship here. Isa ibn Maryam is free from it. Uh, he's free from it. He never called you to this. Uh, he never. These conditions that I just mentioned of la ilaha illallah, brothers, it is combined in three, two lines of poetry. Ilmun yaqeenun wa ikhlasun wa sidqu ka ma'an. Mahabbatin wa anqiyadun wa alqabool ilaha. Zida thaminuha al-kufranu minka bima. Siwal ilahi min al-awthani qad ulliha. Different, different lines of poetry are made. Hafiz al-Hakami rahimahullah in his Ma'arij al-Qabool, in his book Ma'arij al-Qabool, he also has a different type form on how he talks about those conditions. Brothers, if the person does not know the two pillars of La ilaha illallah and doesn't come with them and also doesn't come with those conditions, brothers, the statement of just saying this word will not benefit you enough. But just by the mere saying is not enough. So the person has to what? He has to know that which this word, uh, brothers, it means and it equals to. All prophets, brothers, they call to this. Every messenger that came, this was the first message. He came to his people first. And they called their people to what? To worship Allah alone and not to associate partners with him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. That was the first da'wah. Look what Allah said about Nabiullah Nuh. لَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا نُوحًا إِلَىٰ قَوْمِهِ from Nabiullah Nuh, Allah says, and I'm going to mention just about a lot of the prophets. Allah says, لَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا نُوحًا We sent down Nuh to his people. What did he say to his people? فَقَالَ يَا قَوْمِ اعْبُدُ اللَّهَ مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَهٍ غَيْرُهُ You do not have no other ilah to worship besides him that is haq. Worship him. إِنِّي أَخَافُ عَلَيْكُمْ عَذَابَ يَوْمِ الْعَظِيمِ I fear for you a severe punishment. Surah Al-A'raf, Ayah 59. Also أن أنذر قومك من قبل أن يأتيهم عذاب أليم قال يا قوم إني لكم نذير مبين أن اعبدوا الله واتقوه وأطيعون أوصى الله تبارك وتعالى سنبأ نبي الله هود ودري سيتو يسبيبول وإلى عاد أخاهم هودا قال يا قوم اعبدوا الله ما لكم من إله غيره أفلا تتقون سورة الأعراف آية 65 الله سنبأه سبحانه وتعالى إلى نادى بليس سورة الهود آية 15 أبأ نبي الله هود وإلى عاد أخاهم هودا قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ اعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَهٍ غَيْرُهُ إِنْ أَنْتُمْ إِلَّا مُفْتَرُونَ Allah said about Nabiullah Salih in Surah Al-A'raf, Ayah 73 وَإِلَى ثَمُودَ أَخَاهُمْ صَالِحًا قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ اعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَهٍ غَيْرُهُ قَدْ جَاءَتْكُمْ بَيِّنَةٌ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ Allah also said about him, Nabiullah Salih in Surah Al-Hud, Allah said about Nabiullah Ibrahim, Surah Al-Anbiya, Ayah 66 to Ayah 67. Qala, afata'abuduna min duni Allahi ma la yanfa'ukum shay'an wa la yadurrukum uffin lakum wa lima ta'abuduna min duni Allahi afala ta'aqilun. Allah said about him as well, Nabiullah Ibrahim as well, in Surah Al-Zukhraf, Ayah 26 to Ayah 28. Allah said, وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ لِأَبِيهِ وَقَوْمِهِ إِنَّنِي بَرَاءٌ مِّمَّا تَعْبُدُونَ إِلَّا الَّذِي فَطَرَنِي فَإِنَّهُ سَيَهْدِينَ وَجَعَلَهَا كَلِمَةً بَاقِيَةً فِي عَقِبِهِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ Allah said about Nabiullah Lut, Surah Al-Shu'ara, Ayah 160 to Ayah 163, Allah said, كَذَّبَتْ قَوْمُ لُوطٍ الْمُرْسَلِينَ إِذْ قَالَ لَهُمْ أَخُوهُمْ لُوطٌ in Surah Al-A'raf, Ayah 85, وَإِلَى مَدْيَ لَأَخَاهُمْ شُعَيْبًا قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ اعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَهٍ غَيْرُهُ قَدْ جَاءَتْكُمْ بَيِّنَةٌ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ
Allah said about Nabiullahi Shu'aib in another place in Surah Al-Shu'ara, ayah 176 to ayah 179. Allah said about Nabiullahi Musa, قالوا يا موسى اجعل لنا إلها كما لهم آلهة قال إنكم قوم تجهلون إن هؤلاء متبر ما هم في ما هم فيه وباطل ما كانوا يعملون قال أغير الله قال أغير الله أبغيكم إلها وهو فضلكم على العالمين الله سلبهم أوصوا إن سورة الأعراف آية 103 ثم بعثنا من بعدهم موسى بآياتنا إلى فرعون وملئه فظلموا بها فانظر كيف كان عاقبة المفسدين Allah said about Nabiullah Isa, Surah Al-Ba'idah, Ayah 117. مَا قُلْتُ لَهُمْ إِلَّا مَا أَمَرْتَنِي بِهِ أَنِ اعْبُدُ اللَّهَ رَبِّي وَرَبَّكُمْ Allah said about him also in Surah Al-Zukhruf, Ayah 63 to Ayah 64. وَلَمَّا جَاءَ عِيسَى بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ قَالَ قَدْ جِئْتُكُمْ بِالْحِكْمَةِ وَلِأُبَيِّنَ لَكُمْ بَعْضَ الَّذِي تَخْتَلِفُونَ فِيهِ فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَاطِيعُونَ in Surah Al-Naml, Ayah 30 to Ayah 31. إِنَّهُ مِنْ سُلَيْمَانَ وَإِنَّهُ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ أَلَّا تَعْلُوا عَلَيَّ وَأْتُولِي مُسْلِمِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said about Ilyas. In Surah Al-Safat, Ayah 123 to Ayah 126. وَإِنَّ إِلْيَاسَ لَمِنَ الْمُرْسَلِينَ إِذْ قَالَ لِقَوْمِهِ أَلَا تَتَّقُونَ أَتَدْعُونَ يا صاحبي السجن أرباب متفرقون خير أم الله الواحد القهار ما تعبدون من دونه إلا أسماء سميتموها أنتم وأباؤكم ما أنزل الله بها من سلطان إن الحكم إلا لله أمر أن لا تعبدوا إلا إياه ذلك الدين القيم ولكن أكثر الناس لا يعلمون All prophets قاطبة without any exception they all call their ummatuat all of those verses and many more. They also to the Ummah, worship Allah alone and do not associate partners with Him. And our messenger, the final messenger and prophet that was sent down, he said to his people, Ya ayyuhal nasu, O people, Say, La ilaha illallah, you will find success. And also, Allah wa ta'ala, he said to him in Surah Al-Kahf, I 110. I am nothing, say to them, Muhammad. I am nothing except a human being like you guys. Only the difference between me and you guys is revelation. It's not on me. I was chosen as a prophet and a messenger. I'm not a ilah. That Allah is your supreme Lord. Worship Him. That there's none worthy of worship is subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ikhwani. The Quran from cover to cover. All of it. It's calling the people to what? Tawheed. It's calling the people to Tawheed. shirk, And it's prohibiting the people. And telling them to stay away from shirk. This is the Zubdatul Risalatul Nabawi. Zubdatul Risalatul Ilahiyya. Sorry. This was the, the point. This was the message. This was the thing that all prophets were, were set out for. A person has to understand that. How is it possible? That all of those prophets that I mentioned and many others, they were all calling to that message. 
and it, what, not, what, not once does it come into your message. Not once do you call the Ummah to Tawheed and Aqeedah. Not once. Ah, now. فَإِنَّمَا دَعَتَ الرُّسُلُ أُمَمَهَا إِلَىٰ قَوْلِ هَذِهِ الْكَلِمَةِ وَاعْتِقَادِ مَعَنَهَا لَا مُجَرَّدُ قَوْلِهَا بِاللِّسَانِ What are you reading? Um, after the ayat, and then it says, وَهَذَا الَّذِي نعم, sorry. فَإِنَّمَا دَعَتَ الرُّسُلُ أُمَمَهَا إِلَىٰ قَوْلِ هَذِهِ الْكَلِمَةِ وَاعْتِقَادِ مَعْنَهَا لَا مُجَرَّدُ قَوْلِهَا بِاللِّسَانِ The authors say, rahimahullah, that all the messengers were sent out to their ummah, their nations, إِلَىٰ قَوْلِ هَذِي الْكَلِمَةِ For this word, لَا إِلَهَا اللَّهِ وَاعْتِقَادِ مَعْنَهَا And believing in its meaning, لَا مُجَرَّدُ قَوْلِهَا بِاللِّسَانِ Not to just merely say it with your tongue. Ah, look at the statement of that great noble imam, al-allamah, Muhammad Amir al-San'ani, rahimahullah. He said it's not enough just to say it. A person will look at you and say, I'm wahid. I'm a worshiper of Allah. I'm not saying la ilaha illallah. La ilaha illallah. And then he goes and he worships what? Alanan, fulanan. So what does it show you? That the word to just say it is not why prophets were sent down. The prophets were sent down by the people to believe in it. And their actions to show this. Their actions to show this. Naam. Now the author is going to tell us what the meaning is of La ilaha illallah. Huwa ifradu Allahi bil ilahi ilahiyati wal'ibadah. It's to single Allah in worshipping him. That he's the only ilah. Singling him in what? In ibadah. Naam. Wal-nafyu lima yu'abadu min dunihi wal-bara'atu minhu. Again, you see, the second pillar, which is what? The first was ifrat, is to ithbat, that was affirmation. Now he's saying to you and to negate from him. Everything that is worshipped besides Allah Taala and what? Wal-bara'atu minhu. You can't just say, I don't worship other than Allah. That's not enough. You free yourself from it. Wal-bara'atu minhu. You have to free yourself from it. Free yourself from what? Pay attention, brother, it's important, two things. You free, you free yourself from what? This action. You free, you free yourself from it. And you also free yourself from those who are saying the action. Oh, sorry, who are doing the action. You free yourself from it. Naam. وَهَذَا الْأَصْلُ لَا مِرْيَةَ فِيمَا تَضَمَّنَهِ That asal, there is, mirya means doubt. There's no doubt in it, in what it consists of. Mirya is doubt. There's no doubt. Ah, naam. وَلَا شَكَّ فِيهِ And there is no doubt in it. وَفِي أَنَّهُ لَا يَتِمُّ إِيمَانُ أَحَدٍ حَتَّى يَعْلَمُهُ وَيُحَقِّقَهِ And no one's iman is established, anyone, whoever they are, حَتَّى يَعْلَمَهُ until he comes to know them. وَيُحَقِّقَهُ And he comes with it in reality and how it should be. You have to know it. إِخْوَانِ وَاللَّهِ does not suffice you to be ignorant of this issue. لَا إِلَهِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ is a matter la yatimu imanu ahadin hatta ya'lamahu until he knows it you have to know it wa yuhaqqiqahu and he re-solidifies it and inshallah ta'ala I will make a talk or a muhadhara inshallah ta'ala on the issue of al-udhru bil-jahl is ignorance of this issue of la ilaha illallah falling into a major shirk is ignorant of it an excuse the correct view inshallah ta'ala we're going to explain that it's not a'udhru and you're not excused for it 
you are not. And to us, anyone who falls into a major shirk, who worships idols or who worships a qabr, for us is a kafir. As for the day of judgment, will Allah ta'ala punish him for it? As for the zahir, we don't excuse a person who has fallen into a major shirk. Ignorance won't be an obstacle that will stop us from it. With the conditions, inshallah, that we're going to mention, of course, that are stipulated to it. Naam. There are conditions that are stipulated to it, inshallah, that we're going to mention. Naam. Here, brothers, we have to, I have to elaborate on, some, on something, which is a lot of the people don't look at this asal, this great asal. They don't look at it. And they don't look at what? The issue of negation. Ah, this is important. It has to be brought to the people's attention. A lot of people, because I already I explained right now that the tawheed is what? Nafyun wa ithbat. It's negation and what? Affirmation. They only stick to the affirmation. They leave off the negation. Every day he's talking about what? The i'jazul ilmi. The miracles that are in the Quran or the miracles. Those are all affirmation. You're affirming something. That's it. Or you're always talking about how Allah created the sky and Allah created the moon. Allah created all of those are affirmation. brothers. That is not enough. You're leaving the other pillar, which is what? Anafyu, to negate from other than Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Also, what do, you, what do they leave off? They leave off al-baraatu min kulli ma yubadu min to free yourself from everything that is worshipped other than Allah. They don't do that. All day he's talking about affirmation, 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 affirmation. That even if you ask the, uh, the Christian or the Jew, uh, would say to I affirm that. I know Allah created the stars. Beautiful, you're right. Look how beautiful the stars are. The Kafir will say that to you. You see, you come to him and you show the miracles in the Quran. Even the Kafir will look at you and say, wow, your Quran has a lot of miracles. Huh? You amaze me today. He will agree with you on that. Does that bring him, does that bring him into Islam? You see, the thing that you should have told him, which is to negate the shirk. That is with you, doesn't come up. Ah, and they strive on it. And Imam al-Sheikh al-Hafid al-Hakami rahimahullah in his kitab al-Ma'arij al-Qabul, inshallah ta'ala, we're going to study that book, inshallah ta'ala. One of the last books that we should, should inshallah study, bi-idhni lahi al-Kareem. And Imam al-Hafid al-Hakami rahimahullah, he's got that book, Ma'arij al-Qabul. And that book, Ma'arij al-Qabul, it's a book which he explained it as well. He called it, a sharh he put on it. He called it, Sulamul Usul ila Ilm al-Usul. Ma'aj al-Qabul is a sharah, sorry. The asal of the book is called Sulam al-Usul. The nazm is, sorry, it's called Sulam al-Usul ila ilm al-Usul. Huh? That's the book. Ma'aj al-Qabul is the sharah. He explained his own book and he called it Ma'aj al-Qabul. Naam. He says in that book, first volume, page 121, he says, Wa huwa, the huwa here is talking about the tawheed. Wa huwa, the tawheed is two types. No, ani is two types. Sometimes they say three, sometimes they say two, but don't worry, it's, it, it's the same, inshallah ta'ala, when you look at it. Ah. Which is what? The first one is, At-Tawheedul Ilmiyul Khabariyul I'tiqadiyu. It is what? Tawheedul Ilmiyul Khabari. Al-I'tiqadi. It is the Tawheed, which is knowledge ha, and belief. Which is what? It is to affirm Allah's characteristics that are complete for him. It is to negate from Allah Taala resemblance of His creation. It is also to negate from Allah Taala uh, 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 what do you call it? It's to also negate from Allah Taala uh, any how to His characteristics. It is also to affirm for Him Subhanahu Wa Taala that He is the Creator, the Sustainer, the Provider. You see, وَتَنْزِيهُ فِيهَا عَنِ التَّشْبِيهِ وَالتَّمْثِيلِ وَتَنْزِيهَهُ عَنْ صِفَاتِ النَّقْصِ وَهُوَ التَّوْحِيدُ الرُّبُوبِيَةُ وَالْأَسْ
that first one tawhid al-rububiyyati and asma'u sifat fall under it the tawhid al-ilmi al-khabari al-i'tiqadi the tawhid al-rububiyyati and asma'u sifat the second one ah which is what at-tawhid al-talabiyyu al-qasdiyyu al-iradiyyu at-tawhid al-talabiyyu al-qasdiyyu al-iradiyyu which is what the tawhid al-talabiyyu al-qasdiyyu al-iradi means that you believe that Allah, the Tawheed, that, that something is requested from you. You can't just say, I just need to know this. The first one, you just had to have knowledge of it. You just had to understand it and you had to believe it. That was enough. There's, not, there's nothing you need to execute in doing it. But the second one, there's the actions that you need to come in. Uh, it's now based on the action that you're going to do, which is what? Your actions, your body actions and the heart, both of them together. Both of them, which is your intention of what you're, who you're doing it for, and when you're doing it, you're doing it for Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. That's called Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah, he said. At-Tawheed al-Talabi al-Qasdi al-Iradi wa huwa ibadatu Allah Ta'ala wahdahu la sharika lah wa tajridu mahabbati wal ikhlasi lahu wa khawfuhu wa rajauhu wa tawakkuli alayhi wa rida bihi rabban wa ilahan wa waliyan wa an la yaj'ala lahu idlan fi shay'i min al-ashya'i wa huwa Tawheed al-Ilahiyyah. So how powerful that statement of his is. So we've categorized the Tawheed into those two. Some of the ulama, they categorize it into three types. What do they call it? Tawheed al-Rububiyyah. Which is to single Allah in what? In his actions. Tawheed Allah tabarak wa ta'ala is to single Allah in what? In Allah tabarak wa ta'ala's actions. Everything. What are the actions that you single Allah in? Al-Khalq wal-Mulk wal-Tadbir. That Allah is the, is the creator. Allah is the king who controls everything and the sustainer. Tadbir. So you single him in all of those. The second one is what? Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah. Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah, which is what? You single Allah in your actions, which you're doing. And that means that you single him in your actions, such as the salah you pray, the fasting, uh, the asking and the requesting. All of those are what? You, you do it for Allah wa ta'ala alone. The third one is what? It's Tawheed al-Asma'i wa-Sifat. Allah's name, subhanahu wa ta'ala, in which he has, and the characteristics which he has, in which he has, he's affirmed for himself. And his Prophet has affirmed for him, you affirm for him. And the characteristics or the names that Allah Taala and his Messenger have negated from Allah Taala, uh, which they spoke uh, uh, in negating it, then we also do the negation from Allah Taala's Messenger. That is called Tawheed al-Asma'i wa-Sifat.